justice, peace. Listener discretion is advised. Parker, JV, can I please get my podcast music? Papa, Debbie. You are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Today's date is November 29th. Let's work. I was in my refrigerator last night and I found some leftovers. Just like on the internet, some leftovers. Thanksgiving ain't over yet. Let me work, bitch. The time now is 7.42 a.m. What it do? Yes, you. What the fuck? It, what's going on, man? We got crazy shit going on. And I don't say I. I say we. For the simple fact that we have to share this motherfucking marble. We got tons of dope. Seized. We got all kinds of shit. That I did not even see. Or it was not reported until after Thanksgiving. So this is your leftover episode. After the gobble, the leftovers. I don't know where you're at. If you're with your wife, look her in the eyes like you love her. But deep inside your heart and in your mind, say, fuck you, bitch. I'm playing, man. Just fuck your bitch. Do what you do, man. I ain't mad at you. Do what you do. You are listening to another edition, another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Today's date is Tuesday, November 29th. The time now is 7.44. Motherfucker, I'm at your front and your back, though. What's happening? What's happening? What's going on, man? My name is Justice, and this is the Justice and the Peace podcast, where I talk about anything I want to talk about. Stick around for a little bit. Stick around, man. It's a little rant finna happen right here. First and foremost, oh, no, 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 wrong, wrong one. First and foremost, I must issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. I truthfully miss you, mama. Well, how, how's everybody doing out there? I hope that uh, the first day back to work wasn't that hard for you. I hate going back to work after four days off. I feel a little stagnant. I feel a little drained. Even though you're supposed to feel revitalized after having that much time to sit on your ass and not get your circulation circulating, they expect for you to feel revitalized and ready to make the next motherfucker some more money. I did not. I sat on my ass, as I have recalled already on the podcast, and I ate the gluttonous turducken. I had the greens and the ham hocks. I had the potato salad and the macaroni and cheese. I had rolls and rolls and rolls. Luckily, 
my metabolism is quite high and I don't stack rolls on rolls on rolls of fat around my goddamn waist. So thank God for that. But, but, as I was looking in the refrigerator last night, after getting off of work, you know, I'm a taxpaying citizen. Um, after getting off of work last night, going into the fridge, I recognized that we still had leftovers. And I said, well, I'll be goddamn. All these motherfucking kids, what, what didn't I do right? Did I under-season something? Did I over-season something? And the kids are like, no, no, Dad. It's, that's not it. We just don't want that shit right now. <laughs> I'll fucking play it. I'm playing. Um, I looked in the fridge, and there was a couple of leftovers. And, of course, it's the shit that you don't really look forward to eating. Like, you know, the sides from dinner and shit, like some cream corn and some green beans and that kind of, you know, leftover. The reminiscence of a holiday just passed. So I got on the Internet, and I'm searching for content to talk about. And what do you know? There is some leftovers, some shit that I had forgotten to even bring up. And I say forgotten because I didn't remember to check. But I did check, and boy, do I got some juicy turkey leftover for you. I hope you like cranberry sauce because it's about to get really, really, really juicy around this motherfucker. All right, let me go ahead and tell you what the fuck I found. Now. This is, I'm going to start it from right here. Let me see. Uh, uh, Okay, okay. It says, um, it says, the home appeared empty, and across the street, two neighbors put a large Christmas tree up on their balcony. The pair, like many of the neighbors, declined to talk about the denials or what had transpired the day before. Let me tell you what the fuck trans what what the fuck transpired the day before. The day before, relatives showed up to the denial household for a planned Thanksgiving gathering. The West Side home was locked and appeared empty. Now this comes to you. My sourcing here is the Albuquerque Journal. Family members took the hinges off the door to get inside Thursday afternoon and found a grisly scene. Carlin Denial lying on his bed and his wife, Connie, dismembered on the bedroom floor. Relatives told police that Carlin Denial was diagnosed two years ago with frontotemporal dementia, a disease that can manifest in dramatic personality changes, emotional withdrawal, and other mental issues. So this motherfucker, Carlin or Carl Ann, or what, nigga, I don't know what his name, Carl Ann. Carl Ann, that's kind of like that white girl's name off the poltergeist. Um, this motherfucker, on Thanksgiving, mitered and dismembered his motherfucking wife in their house. And then was just laying on the bed. Uh, uh, he knew that family was coming. Or maybe he didn't know because they say that he was... Uh, he was diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia two years ago, so maybe he didn't know exactly what the fuck was going on, but I don't know. Uh, maybe he dismembered her like he would have did the turkey. I don't know. Rest in peace to this lady. I am not being disrespectful to her soul or her experience in life, but good goddamn. 
good God damn. It says the Albuquerque Police Department spokesman Gilbert Gallegos said Denio is in the hospital recovering from lacerations to his arm and neck. So that means that she fought before he cut her up. One family member on Facebook recalled Connie Denio as a young, vibrant, as young, vibrant, fearless, quote, unquote. The woman wrote in the post, this is how I will always remember my Aunt Connie, not afraid to climb a tree in a dress. That post included a grainy photo of Denio up in a tree wearing a blue dress and accompanied by two small children in the branches. I want to put a pin in this. I want to put a pin in this. And I think I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. And, of course, this is no disrespect to anyone who has lost their life at any given time, in any given time period. But, (laughs) but as a devil's advocate, playing devil's advocate, I must say, I have a fucking problem with every single fucking funeral. Everybody wants to point out some shit about a person that's virtuous, that's great. Hey, man, some people are pieces of shit. I point that shit out all the time on my podcast. In order for us to understand good, we must understand bad. In order for us to understand, you know, light, we must first be engulfed in the dark. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I don't, I don't think that anyone would be like, yeah, that bitch deserved to get cut up. I don't think that that's going to be coming out. But, you know... No one ever says, like, yeah, them motherfuckers used to fight all the time. He talked about cutting her ass up. You're not going to hear that. But anyway, shall I continue? Um, Rich Cordova, a neighbor, said he was in disbelief. I'm stunned, he said Friday. This is unbelievable. Cordova said that he had lived next to the Denial family for two decades and said it was the family he would least expect to have such a tragedy befall them. He said that the couple were pleasant people who often walked together and would always wave hello. Cordova said that the couple kept to themselves but were nice folks who had two grown children. He said that he had seen people standing outside the home on Thursday afternoon, but nothing seemed amiss. Relatives first called 911 asking for police to do a welfare check on the family when they couldn't get inside the home. According to the criminal complaint filed in in Metropolitan Court, When dispatch told them police couldn't force their way in, the relatives took matters into their own hands. So the police sat there or turned their their back. They had a blind eye. As the, the, the family members broke into the house and took the fucking door off the hinges. Now, mind you, this motherfucker Carlin is in the bed. He's in the bed. Now, crazy or not? This motherfucker heard them niggas coming through the door. He heard them yelling and screaming and hollering. Anyway, a second 911 call came in sometime came in sometime Thursday, Thursday afternoon after relatives got into the home and reported that Carlin Denio had killed his wife at the home of 10400 block at the 10400 block of Vail, of Vista del Sol uh Northwestern, I don't know what that is. According to a criminal complaint filed by Metropolitan Court, arriving officers detained Denio at the scene and found that he had cuts to his leg and his neck. At first, I thought he had cuts to his arms and his neck. Police said that they found his wife dismembered and uh, disbowed in the bedroom, on the floor. 
Police said relatives told that told them that Connie Denial had arranged for everyone to gather at her home around 1 p.m. Family members said that they had last heard from her around 5.30 p.m. in a group chat discussing the plans for Thanksgiving. Wow. This is wild. This, this is what I'm talking about. I said it before, and I'll say it again. People are already fucked up. People were already fucked up. But then you induce a fucking global pandemic, and if that's not bad enough, you tell motherfuckers that they got to stay inside of their fucking house, and then they, have, then they get an opportunity to do some soul searching, to do some life quests, ask some life questions. Some people break. And two years ago, it says, Right around the pandemic time, this guy was diagnosed with something, uh, a, a different kind of dementia that I've never fucking heard of. I don't know how many dementias there are. I don't know how many dimensions <laughs> there are either. But this motherfucker cut his wife up on the floor and then got back in the bed and waited for the police. If this motherfucker isn't, if, if Sling Blade had a picture in a motherfucking dictionary, it would be this guy right here. Um, it says Friday by Friday morning, the neighborhood was quiet. The home appeared empty and across the street, two neighbors. Yeah, I already read that part. Um, this is terrible. My heart goes out to her children and her family members. I am. I, I can't apologize for something that I did not do, but my condolences are sent for your family at this time of grief. I. I I do feel sorry for your pain, but good goddamn, that boy got problems. Yeah, yeah, that's that was uh, that was in the refrigerator. Found that. Also, also, I looked in and I just happened to find out that they found. Let me make sure I got this this right. Thirty tons of cocaine. These motherfuckers tracked thirty tons of cocaine arrested 49 individuals in a bust that motherfucking went across fucking six countries. So this is what they are classifying right now as a super cartel. Now, put a pin in that. Super has been a whole fucking category, right? Our whole life. Super size me, uh, 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 super big. We all know what super is. When it comes... To, to, to cartels and trafficking and shit like that. I've never heard of a super drug dealer. I've never heard of a, I've heard of super predators. That's what Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton put on the backs of black men back in the day when they did the drug war shit. But either way, I digress. <laughs> this shit right here, a super cartel. Let me explain to you what it was that I'm talking about. And this is reporting from Fox News. Law enforcement across Europe teamed up to bust a super cartel of drug traffickers who control about one-third of the cocaine trade in Europe. Wow. The series of raids took place between November 8th and 19 in six countries across Europe and the United Arab Emirates. Oh, I know what the word is. I, I don't know how to say it, though resulting in 49 arrests. Europol 
So Interpol is different than Europol. Um, the investigation dubbed Operation Desert Light targeted the cartel's command and control center and the logistical drug trafficking infrastructure in Europe. So these motherfuckers was looking at them. Somebody snitched. Somebody gave up the goose. Somebody snitched and gave up the shit, I think. That's just me just, you know, talking. But um, the scale of cocaine importation into Europe under the suspect's control and command was massive. And over 30 tons of drugs were seized by law enforcement over the course of, of the investigations. Europol said, adding that the suspect used encrypted communications to organize drug shipments. So that means now, that means now that the police have a little bit more information on how it is that drug dealers are, 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 are shipping their shit. So if that's what you do, if you a nigga who's, who's seeing those, those uh, vacuum-sealed bags and communicate through those back, those back channel apps, my nigga, upgrade. Do something else because they own your ass right now. Now, authorities arrested 13 suspects in Spain, 6 in France, 10 in Belgium, and 14 in the Netherlands in 2021. Europol said six high-value targets were also arrested in Dubai. Record amounts of cocaine are being seized in Europe. Its availability on the continent has never been higher with extremely high purity and low prices. So these niggas got that A1. They got some A1 in Europe right now. Hey, you might if you if you play with your nose, you like playing with your you like doing that? You like doing that? You don't fuck around? Yeah, you like doing that? Go to Europe. It don't say nothing about no fentanyl if you like to play with your nose. More than 214 tons of cocaine was seized in the region in 2020. A 6% increase from the previous year, and experts in the European Monitoring Center for Drugs and Drug Addiction believe that amount could reach 300 metric tons. Wow. It says the Associated Press contributed to this report. And I'd like to thank the Associated Press and Fox News. Thank you both. This is wild. I mean, is there any more leftovers in the fridge? Because <laughs> this is wild. This shit is just completely fucking wild. So we got people dismembering family members. We've got 30 tons of cocaine that was seized from six countries. Just, I mean, I wonder, I do wonder, how how big is that organization? Because they, they didn't catch everybody. I know they didn't. If you've watched any of these, these programs on cartels or anything else like that, usually they have little dummy organizations, crash dummies, just like in the hood. We all know somebody who's stupid enough to do any damn thing, and we usually send them to do that damn thing. So I don't think that this was the stupid organization that they found. This was the big one. And I know for a damn fact that some motherfucking heads are rolling and a whole bunch of people, uh, bank accounts, have been seized. So with that being said, be motherfucking careful how you move, this motherfucker. Yes, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing when you, you just sit and you, you, you look at people. 
sometimes you can't look at everybody. Everybody ain't worth looking at. But the people who are worth looking at, don't they give you, well, they give me. They give me a little bit of a, uh, how do you explain it? They give me a little bit of a push when I see something uh, that makes me feel good all over. But then again, sometimes you could see some shit. Or here's some shit that you don't necessarily understand. And as I was going through the refrigerator of leftovers from Thanksgiving, I found some shit that, that had me ask, what the fuck did he do to her mouth? What did he do? I just want to know. Some bitch. So you just gonna, you just gonna hit, you just gonna come to my house and fuck me and come all in my mouth and you're not gonna fucking answer the fucking phone. She let that guy ejaculate into her fucking mouth. What else happened there, sexy sister? Oh, and now she's very upset because, you know, he skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, skeet, skeet, goddamn, in her mouth. And now he won't answer the phone. So she feels like she's being disrespected. Continue. The nigga hung up on the bitch. Continue. Hello. Don't you fucking hang up again. Because if you hang up, I'm come. I'm going to bust all your motherfucking windows out. Okay. I have to stop and say this right now. If a female starts to threaten you about busting up your shit, my nigga, those are four red flags going up right there. Not just one. Caucasian friend, what is it, Justice? Could you continue, please? Of course. I'm going to break your mom's fucking door. Not the mother. Why? What does the, what does the mother have to do with this? She did make that nigga, though. You got me fucked up, nigga. You got me fucked up. Why are you playing with my fucking heart like this? Why are you playing with me like this? No, because you really... See? She went from gangster to a complete mess in about 30 seconds. What happens next, Justice? <laughs> you really said that you was going to sit here and be Bitch, did you fucking... Uh-oh, we have been outed. Well, this bitch right here probably has some of the best chopping skills. And I'm not talking about cutting up celery or potatoes or anything. I'm talking about chopping. She must have gave that nigga the whole throat because she was crying and then realized that somebody was recording her and said, bitch, why aren't you recording me? So, 
I don't know who this fella is. Hey, man, don't call this bitch no more. <laughs> don't call her no more. This bitch got, you know what they say, man? Crazy bitches got the best pussy. And I know why G made a song about it, but I heard that saying before that nigga made a song about it. This motherfucker right here, she probably got, she probably a throat goat. No lie. No motherfucking lie. And this nigga probably got exactly what she want. He just don't want to give it all to her. Anyway, all I got to say is this. Listen, bitch, there's plenty of motherfucking lollipops for you to lick and suck on. Don't terrorize a man just because you gave him your throat. Be more considerate with how it is that you share your throat hugs. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, man, you know, you got, to, you, you, you got to be careful. You got to be careful out there fucking with these mules and fucking with these bitches. You got to be careful. Now, last but not least. Of course not least, we've all seen the man at the basketball game with the lighter and with the rib. Now, I have to ask, just for my own personal knowledge, who in the fuck heats up ribs with a lighter? Who in the fuck does that? Where in the fuck is that done at? This nigga is sitting at the basketball game with one rib. One motherfucking rib. He's sitting there. And I guess the rib got cold, right? But the nigga do have a lighter. So that does indicate that this motherfucker does smoke. He smokes something. Uh, it may not be weed. It may not be uh, 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 cigarettes. It may not be crack. I don't know what it is. But the nigga had a motherfucking lighter on him. Ready to go. Or... TG. And the first thing that they want to imply is that the nigga was at the motherfucking game rolling up a blunt. And what the fuck? What? So what if he was? I wish the nigga was rolling up a blunt instead of doing that nigga tree, heating up a rib with a lighter. What is wrong with niggas? You don't heat up ribs with a lighter. I ain't never seen that shit done. And boy, I know how to survive when there ain't no survival uh, uh, around. But nigga, heating up a rib with a lighter is just too much. We got we, we got to stop. We got to stop this. To, to, at one point or another, we got to say, listen, we're not getting down with that shit right there. We, we just not doing that. We're not doing that at all. Not one little bit. So, niggas, bitches, I ain't never seen no Caucasian people do this shit. So, I'm going to leave you motherfuckers exempt. But uh, that's I think this is the equivalent to seeing white people put ice cubes on fruit salad. Is that safe to say? They love fruit salad, right? We love ribs. You know, so heat to a rib, ice to a fruit salad. I don't know. I really don't know. I do know this. If I see another nigga doing that shit, if it's captured on camera, I'm going to call y'all by your fucking government name, nigga, because y'all be ashamed of yourself. Y'all be ashamed of your family. You just now kicked dirt on your damn granddaddy's name. What the hell is wrong with you, nyogo? What the hell is wrong with these nyogos? What the hell wrong with these bitches at that? Anyway, good. The, the leftovers is starting to stink. I got to get this shit out of my motherfucking refrigerator, but it was one 
more thing right before Thanksgiving, I, I found something that made me very, very aware of you internet talking niggas. A lot of you niggas is good at talking better than I'm good at talking. And I saw this clip and I said, shit, that nigga right there is good at talking. Listen to this nigga roast this other nigga. It is some of the worst shit I have ever heard. I hope it's not too goddamn loud. Here we go. Paradox, crypto scam, orange cram, peanut butter, jelly jam, dirty toast, sloppy joe, quick the over now, though. Looking ass up, you ugly shit. Shut your stupid ass up, bro. You dirty as hell, bro. If you don't get your slightly below average 22 savage, moldy cabbage, want the therapy to quit your habit of having unprotected butt sex with obese rabbits, refrigerators filled with maggots, father abuses you with his tennis racket, school gave you a Chromebook, you tried to hack it, semi-automatic soy sauce packet, roaches and breeding inside your attic, bust down, grandma, let me smack it, looking ass, boy, you ugly shit, bitch. If you don't get your Half a fire cherry pop, Bill Nye, the science guy. Looking ass back, you ugly shit, boy. You dirty as hell. You like you were born inside of a handicapped parking space, yo, stupid ass, boy. You dirty shit, bro. Yo, dastard old. Wow. That, that, that kind of, hey, that was like some slam poetry dissing type shit. Did we all, it was. That's right, you can't make fun of this generation. Y'all niggas didn't go to school when niggas played the dozens. Niggas get to talking real, real bad about you. But that nigga right there, he has mastered. He has mastered the motherfucking insult. That nigga right there is the insult king. I wish I knew who he was. Um, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot find who that guy is. But, but man, what a motherfucking roast that nigga went in on that bill nye the science guy yeah re-listen to that shit or re-listen to the whole podcast i like numbers anyway i did say that was last but not least but uh, I, I i forget they keep pulling me back in one last thing i saw this fight this morning and when don't you see a fight on Instagram or on Twitter or on Facebook. Somebody's always fighting, right? But this was a different kind of fight. This was a McDonald's fight. And then you might say, well, they fight all the time at Mickey D's too, Justice. No, 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 no. Not like this. This is two managers. <laughs> in, the, in the corporate suits, they got on those special shirts. You know, the shirts. They determine, you know, exactly how much power you got when you work for these organizations. Both of these motherfuckers got on manager shirts. I don't know how it started. I don't know how it progressed. All I know is how we got to what it is that you are about to listen to next. Now the video starts off with two women wrestling, tussling, at the front counter. And you know most women, they go for the hair. But these women, they're, they're, it's not easy to go for the hair when you're, you're medium-sized. They're not fat, but they're not skinny. So they're going for the hair, and they're kind of tussling around. I know these big bitches is going out of breath. So just listen. Hey, let them fight, man. Let them fight. Let them fight. Now we got a, 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 I believe the guy who was recording this shit is saying, let him fight, let him fight. Look, now they're by the drive through window, still wrestling and tasting on the fucking ground, right? 
Now, here, this is where things get a little crazy. See, now, everybody who works there, they was watching the fight until one person went in, just as usual. One person goes in to try to stop it, then everyone else tries to get in to help, right? So what you hear right now is everybody trying to separate them. They going dumb. They getting them. They 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 trying to they trying to um unattach them. Say, bro, move out the way. <laughs> hey, I'm eating. I'm eating. Now they finally got one girl, the dark skinned girl. They got her off the light skinned girl. The light skinned girl throws the wig. You say what? Can I see that? All right, I got you. Some little young girl asked him, could, could she see the video when he done? <laughs> Now the lights can the girls on the phone. And we really, yeah, we really still in that city, yeah. We still in that world. And we and it's still going on. Oh look, look, look. Now see, she told her she's gonna call her people. The lights can the girls with her back. Bow! And she gets cracked from the back. Alright! Now it's a rumble. I wanted to 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 debut this right here on my podcast. For one particular reason only, the phone, the cell phone. When I was growing up and you talked shit, you knew that you had to stand right there by yourself and deal with that shit. These motherfuckers break so many cardinal rules when it comes to street etiquette. I believe that the rules weren't even handed down. I believe niggas forgot to tell the kids the damn rules because they was too busy playing Candy Crush Saga and Robot Motherfucking Unicorn. Either way, a fight ain't over until the fight is fucking over. Now, in order for a fight to be over, someone has to give up. Did you hear me say at any point in time during this broadcast that either one of these bitches gave up? I did not. I did not even try to, to angle it at that. What happened was the light-skinned girl, she's been watching too much TV. And she thought that she had time to call more people to come jump on the dark-skinned girl. And the dark-skinned girl beat that bitch ass. <laughs> she beat that bitch ass. This is what happens. Everybody wants to rely on other people to handle their business. But the part of life is this that most people forget. The biggest part of life is this that most people forget. Excuse me. Your business is your business. Now, when you bring somebody else into your business, you now have fucked up their life. This motherfucker right here, you shouldn't have been talking shit if you didn't want to get hit. It's that motherfucking simple. That's exactly how it goes. Now, me? I don't talk shit directly to anybody. I talk shit directly to everybody. And if you don't like it, there's a stop button, there's an unsubscribe button, and there's a block button. You can do all three of those things to avoid me. But this shit right here, don't call your friends when you start some shit. Take that L, my nigga. Take your L's with a smile. In order to win, we all must first understand losing.
I don't got nothing else for you guys. I, I, I've got all of this shit out of the refrigerator. I'm pretty sure once I'm done recording and throwing all this shit away, I'll look back in there and there'll be some piece of, of turkey that my son wrapped up in foil like a drumstick or something. Talking about, I was going to eat that later on tonight, Dad. So I'm pretty sure there'll be another Thanksgiving story that'll bleed into another episode. So I, just keep your ears open because you can't use your eyes fucking with my podcast at the moment. And 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 I just want to say this. I do this podcast. Because I have bowls. You don't. And there's some extremely, extremely large balls. I have to drag them and throw them over my shoulder constantly. Anyway, um, you know, I don't know what to tell you motherfuckers, except for it is that time for you to get the fuck out of here. This is Justice. And this is the Justice and the Peace podcast, man. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Make sure you get that leftover out your motherfucking refrigerator, man. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the whole episode, if you can make it through. Like, rate, share, subscribe, tell a friend, you know? I mean, if you don't, I will find you. Don't look around, motherfucker. Yes, you. I am. I'm, I'm playing. I don't got time to look for you, niggas. And if you don't like, rate, or subscribe, it does not mean shit to me. I will keep recording until I don't want to do this shit anymore. All episodes are recorded in one take. No edits, no punch-ins, no punch-outs, no influencers. I don't have any sponsors either, so we can talk. Once again, do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me, baby. You good with me. Y'all know how it goes, man. Y'all know what to do, man. Papa. Grandson. Daddy. I'm almost done, dude. I'm almost done. There go the real grandson. He's crying in the background. What's up, my guy? You want to say bye-bye? Come on. Come on, say bye-bye. I'm finishing up the podcast. Okay? Say bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say peace. This is Justice. And of course, this is another Justice and the Peace podcast production. Peace. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. You good, fat guy? Yeah, big guy? Yeah, it's recording. Big guy? Yeah, no crying. Big guy. Peace.